0: Welcome to Bitch Talk Booze interview straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Shar and Ange.
1: We're one person now.
0: Yeah, it's Shange. <laughs> Shange.
2: Chardonnay. The sh- Chardonnay,
0: Chardonnay. Chardonnay.
2: I actually like to call her
0: Chardonnay? Chardonnay. What the hell is that? No, you've said that one before.
2: I've said Chardonnay. You weren't happy about it, but I've said it. I don't
0: even remember it.
1: It
2: was in <laughs> Reno.
0: Yeah. I don't remember. Wow. It. I was like,
2: I got a new nickname for you, Shardon.
0: Wait, was that the recent, Reno? No, no, no. It was the last two years. It ago, was Reno? like
2: our two-year, two-hundredth episode, Reno. Two hundred years ago,
0: Reno. <laughs> that's what that one where
2: we say. lost. What's your name, Reno? Yeah, Let's we lost one anyway, of our. We didn't why? lose anyone. That sounds like. Chi How Chi. do you know? <laughs> well, we okay. we had a supporter R-P. who we anyway thought. Uh, was a catfish. She was a catfisher. Catfish.
0: Anyways, you can find us at Bitch what? What's wrong with that? You can Let's find us at BitchTalkPodcast.com. You can also find us every Monday from 5.30 to 6 a.m. on BFF.FM. This is your basic bitch at Specs Bar in San Francisco. It's a special place for us. Um... We have things to catch up on, I'm sure. Ange always is like, Anshar. Every time we're like, let's do a basic bitch, they're like, I don't know what I'm going to say. And then it turns into a 45-minute conversation. So here we go. Uh, I finally took Ange to go see Last Black Man. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Last Black Man in San Francisco. Um, It was my third time seeing it. I just, I really, 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 really wanted Ange to see the movie. Yeah,
2: and uh, so I bought. I it. did, I did too. For the record, no, it's I not know like you I was did. like. But
0: I knew I had to. Like, I just corral you. I didn't too.
2: have. Well, it was hard to find free time.
0: Well, and then Ange was like, I found an 8:40 show, and I got excited because I'm like, cool. It's still a little bit before my bedtime. I'll still be in bed, but like. Maybe ten thirty. I don't know what the fuck that was. So I, I saw eight forty, and it went, didn't start till nine thirty at night. And it's a two-hour film.
2: So, I swear, I saw eight forty. And,
0: and it's a quiet film, right, Char? Like, can't sit in that movie tired, or you shouldn't. Well, and I would for for to. some
2: back background on myself, I will fall asleep. T- at any time of day you for may anything. Fall right now. It's a uh, sort of uh, narcolepsy. My family has a special kind of narcolepsy. It's a
1: special?
2: Yeah, it's special. I think that's a
1: Filipino <laughs> trait. But it's like
2: any hour of the day, it, well rested or not, it doesn't matter. If I'm watching something that's engaging, even, I still fall asleep. No, I, know, I just I've, don't I've, know how to fight it.
0: I've elbowed you many a times in a theater. It's fine. And I appreciate it. What have you
2: elbowed I've, this night?
0: I reached over, so I'll set the scene. We didn't get there yet, Char. I have to say that for a film that opened in June, we're in mid-July now, there's still a lot of people, I think, at the Roxy Theater. Oh, yeah.
2: For a 9.30
0: screening of a film that's been out for a while. For sure. So I was really happy about that. And and, uh, so uh, there's three of us sitting there, and my boyfriend Jeff was sitting in the middle of us. And I told him, I'm like, if you see Ange fall asleep, you just got to elbow her. It's fine.
2: I I almost asked Jeff to switch with you because I knew you would elbow me. And I really wanted to be awake the whole time. (laughs) This is the thing. I have the best of intentions. It has nothing to do with the quality of what I'm watching. It is a genetic disorder. I get it. It's beyond my control. Yes. And not to mention, I'm actually exhausted I know these yes, days whereas just, I'll still fall asleep even if I'm well rested That's we're just running saying. on
0: steam basically That's yeah it's yeah. happening every day of our <laughs> lives right now so there's a moment I don't know how I knew it but shut the fuck up I did know I only
2: slept for a little bit anyway So go anyways
0: there's a moment during the film where I'm like I don't hear Ange like at all I don't hear her at what do you all you
2: mean you don't hear me like, like I'm normally humming during she wasn't snoring no, she I don't snore well, when yes, I'm you do. not during movies. No, not sitting up. <laughs> it Was not hey. that heavy breathing? A small wind. No, but
0: there was something about the movie, and there was like a, a part where she should have laughed, and she didn't. I looked over, and I'm like <laughs> there we go. She looks like the Sleeping Dead. I was about to like, say she looked over, and you're like, ah, yeah, not <laughs> even it's it's mouth open. Just- <laughs> That's
2: it's how I'm gonna just- look at my casket.
0: Okay dark. Um, Don't worry. I'm getting over uh, and I did tap her over my boyfriend and I think maybe you you did. I
2: didn't feel you tap me. I did. (laughs) I don't even remember that to be honest. I really don't. So uh,
0: I don't really know how much of the movie you saw. I
2: saw most of it. I'm telling you. No, I did. It was uh, just a few minutes,
0: but we didn't really talk about it because after the film
2: it was bedtime.
0: it It was midnight. (laughs) <laughs> um, and we need to go home. But she was also like, I need to like, think about this movie. So Digest, yeah. We haven't talked about it. Thoughts?
2: No. uh comments, Ideas? Well, it's... W- what I like about it is, so you hear the title and you, you know, think a certain thing. Um, and you watch it and, and, of course, it touches on things that I expected it to touch on. But it's so much more than that. Um, and their relationship as friends was just so special and beautiful and uh, not the typical relationship that you see on screen, whether it be big screen TV or whatever. And whether it be any kind of race, to be honest. Right. That, not, yeah, just um, that was really special to me. Um, and there were just little side notes that the movie, you know, if you're paying attention when you're awake, you notice, you know, like little, like, oh, oh, I saw that, or um, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I thought that it was just a really touching experience um, and very, uh, the, the cinematography and the yes. pace is like watching. A, poem or a haiku like the film version of it just kind of flows in a certain way and and ebbs and and flows well it is being described as like a love letter to san francisco so yeah that's a a good way of putting it yeah right
0: because it's not
2: there's a pace a pace to it that um was really unique
0: and that's why I was bummed that she couldn't do the Q&A with me.
2: Oh, I thought you were going to say that I fell asleep. But it was only for a few minutes.
0: Yeah, it's... I'm not anyway. going to give you shit anymore about that.
2: <laughs> but it's It was only a few, I swear. I but caught... I caught...
0: It's a film, like, I knew you were going to
2: fall in love with. Well, it's... Like like you've said, it's in, in its own category. It's... And that's why... I and it's not what you would expect. And, and that line that... That sticks with you it's like you don't you don't get to hate san francisco unless you love it period it's just so powerful and i love that fucking line
1: well it just like visually yeah oh. you know just the visuals in that movie mm-hmm. make you fall in love with our city mm-hmm. you know you know minus everything else you just look at it and you're just like dude We live in a beautiful fucking city. Beautiful,
0: complicated city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, okay, the one shot, the one shot that, uh, sorry, uh, that I want to talk about because someone was like, that was a drone shot, right? So, one of my colleagues at work just saw it this week at the Grand Lake. So, we were talking, I was nerding out on it again, and she was like, yeah, when he gets off of that Truck and he goes to the back side of California mm. to Polk Street. Mm-hmm. She thinks it's a drone. I'm like, that's not a drone. They set up a camera on the opposite. Uh, hill. Did basically. you
1: figure this out, or are I, you?
0: No, this uh, is why Joe Talbot. Can you please come on the show, like <laughs> in person, to nerd out about this film? Like I have
1: because that's what I thought originally so too. And then you brought it up, and you are like, I don't think so. Because and
2: then the we had a half hour
1: conversation, yeah. about what kind of shot this was.
2: And I and I, I love know that, that sh- I know that view so well yes. too. And of course, anybody that lives in the city is just going to watch it and know so many views so well. I but think
0: it's the hill that. Whole Foods is on mm-hmm. at Franklin. Yeah, that they set that shot up to to zoom in on the opposite California and whatever that street. As, that's, as, stri- yeah, as he's coming, coming down, down. Mm-hmm. that
1: makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't think
0: it's a drunk. Anyways, I need to nerd out with Joe Talbot real for, hard, real hard on this movie for
1: movie mm-hmm. nerds.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: like us who care about how if the shot. If you care looks. about
2: this shit, yeah. And then the soundtrack. I well, and uh, I don't know. I feel like. I, and this, is, this coincides with bitch talk. When people hear bitch talk, they're like, oh, right. you don't allow men or whatever. When you hear The Last Black Man in San Francisco, you kind of, at least myself, expect like something. something a little aggressive. Yeah. Something a little, like... It's sad and heartfelt, of course, and touching and sad and beautiful, whatever, all the things, right? But you just, oh, The Last Black Man. I don't know, you just... Imagine you know something that's a little more in your face about what's going on, and and this was just a lot more quietly and more intimately dealing with. I don't know. Maybe I'm not explaining it. Well, Are you understanding when I'm how I'm trying to explain it? Well, like, yeah. I didn't know. What it's we're just a, into a certain you, connotation when you hear that. Just like when people hear bitch talk and, and they get surprised after our interviews and they're like, oh, well, that wasn't so bitchy. You know, yeah. like, that's... Like, well. that I had that same feeling uh, with with Last Black Man. Yeah, for sure.
0: It's with you, right? That yeah. Movie here, it's just... It's mm. with you whenever mm. you... I don't know.
1: As much as I wanted to be with you guys that Thursday, the fact that I left at 8 o'clock going, I need to go home. And I was thinking... I, I was driving home and I'm like oh, I'm going to miss this movie but I want to drive home right now and then knowing Dude, that and it th-
0: wasn't even at 8.30
1: knowing so. that the movie started at 9.30 I feel so much better <laughs> yeah,
2: what did it. I eat? anyway moving on no, but and one more thing I've always wanted wished I was a skateboarder I've always wanted Me to learn too. or whatever yeah. we got fucked up knees and we talked to Skate Kitchen yeah. about this well, oh no not we did I did. you and I talked about it but we've talked about it on In the my sidelines my life yeah yeah but now it's it's just too late it's fine I've dealt with it. But now I wish I could ride a skateboard with a friend. Imagine if we just like I mean, we rode could a skateboard try it together. On a
0: flat oh, that would be a Maybe shit a show. Reno in a parking I like, imagine Yeah, we could definitely yeah, try. Me- we'd all drive.
2: Immediately in the ER. We need to. Like together. We need to buy uh, <laughs> knee pads and helmets
0: cool and elbow pads.
2: It's um, just, no, it's not going to happen.
0: So I do want to, one more nerd out and then we can leave it. But. I really think the friend Montgomery is like the breakout star of that Oh, uh, yeah. And I am going to be seriously bummed if he's not nominated. If this film is not nominated for something, I'm over. It. I'm over it. I'm over it. I will protest. I don't know what that looks like yet, but I will <laughs> fucking protest. <laughs> yeah. The Academy Awards. It's just this and then when we were talking about the farewell in our last episode, um, it's just these films are on different levels. And these are young people that are, are talking about society and culture in an elevated way. Mm. And I love them. And mm. I'm not going to cry. Uh, anyway.
2: So thank you for dragging me out in my a, on a weeknight. exhaustion and <laughs> whatever.
0: Uh, I'm going to switch gears. I just saw a film called Midsommar. Which oh, is, yes, I've heard. Which is a quote-unquote horror film. Uh, that takes place in Sweden. I kind of wish Jeff was over here to talk about it with me. Uh, if you saw Hereditary, it's by the same people.
2: Okay. okay. I just knew that there was a buzz about this film, but I don't know yeah, details.
0: And, uh, it's not, it's just disturbing. Like, Hereditary, after we saw it, I, it scared the sh shit out of me (laughs) and it's creepy but Midsommar's just kind of um Jeff and I looked at each other we went we went with a friend of ours who also podcasts her name's Sonia and she has two different podcasts she has dorking out and she also has one called that she just um, started called uh you're a creep I think podcast and um so far they've talked about Bill Maher Uh, They just talked about O.J. Simpson. They just talked about, I think they're going to have Harvey Weinstein on there. So if you're getting the gist of You're a Creep, that's what it's about. Um, But she loves horror films and did like a crowdsourcing on Facebook. And she's like, I want to see Midsommar this week. And my horror film friend is out who wants to go. And I raised my hand on Facebook. And so we went. There's a group of us that saw it it's fucked up it's just disturbing but there's nothing horror about it it just it's just fucked up That's all I'll say
2: worth seeing in his theaters? Uh,
0: no, you don't have to you don't have to see it in the theater uh, Jack Rayner is one of the stars cute guy uh, didn't, didn't know we were going to see his uh, full frontal uh, at the end uh, so hmm. there's that
2: Was that a bummer or was it a good thing? I just was
0: surprised. I didn't know that was going to happen. For
2: me personally, I just don't really need to.
0: Yeah, I I didn't need it.
2: It's not the best part of the male. Let's just, (laughs) I mean, let's be honest. It's not my faves. I
0: didn't know that's where you were
2: going. (laughs) Well, because it's like, uh, I mean, I understand, you know, like, yeah, show, whatever, but like. I don't need to see that. Well, that's the thing. I remember uh, because... Okay, well, now I'm going on a serious tangent. What is... What's
0: happening? Are you going to talk about horror films and nudity?
2: No. Oh, okay. But I can. No. No, oh. I'm just talking about the human form now because oh, I'm on a serious side tangent. No, well... Okay, so growing up, my grandfather... we, uh, Our grandparents uh, helped raise us while my parents were at work. And my grandfather's, like, super crazy. And he was like, I'm going to build you guys a tree house. And we were like, yay, a tree house. So he built us a tree house in the backyard. And you know, I'm up there and I'm maybe, I don't know, seven, something like that, six, seven, whatever. Eight maybe. And I'm in my treehouse playing and I look up in the branches and there's a frickin' Playboy hiding up there. In the and branches? I, and yeah, well, it's somewhere in the tree, like in the tree house, whatever, is like hiding. And I realized my grandfather did not build a tree house for the kids to play in. He built a tree house for him to watch, watch Playboys, look, look at play- porn, <laughs> and be alone. Because uh, I grew up in a family of nine in a four bedroom. So you do the math. No one was ever alone.
0: Is there a strip club? So t- this is why he... Built a is, goddamn treehouse. Is there a strip club called the Porn Treehouse? Because maybe we should just start that.
2: Tree porn. Tr- treehouse porn. I don't tree know. House, I'm interested. We can That's work the title on it. Of your book. We're brainstorming. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> actually probably the origin of like why I'm this way.
0: Treehouse uh, porn, semicolon. We'll why I'm this way. way.
2: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my
0: goodness.
2: Ther- my therapist will get a kick out of that.
0: This come up when we're talking about full frontal
2: okay so not only was this uh was this an eye opening experience for me i'd never seen a naked woman you know i'm super young so i find this my grandfather's playboy in my tree house and that was the first time i saw a naked woman i'm like what is that how i'm gonna look holy shit you know because it was like i mean it's still not much let's be honest but
0: i'm gonna guess it was white
2: women yeah it's so playboys you're
0: not, even, you're not even really what you're going to
2: be. Yeah, but I right? remembered seeing, like, a bush, and I was like, what? You know what I mean? <laughs> what like, <gonna> whoa. <laughs> Why is that happening? Why does that need to happen? Because I'd seen my mom. My mom would just kind of walk around topless because she's like, whatever, I have five kids, fuck off. Yeah. So I'd seen boobs, but i have never seen, like, a real, like, live bush, and I was like, ah. Okay,
0: hey, easy, easy on the bush. Nerd.
2: Sorry. Nerds. Whatever, it's the human form. So anyway... So this is my first time seeing a naked woman. Yes. And then uh, when I was in junior high, my friend and I, we were like little rascals, but like middle school rascals. So we would like go and like find things and do things. And we found, we got our hands on a playgirl. And that was the first time that I saw like a a full on naked man. And I was like... Oh well, that's not so pretty. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, we didn't know. So that no, but I still, I really, I, you know, if you see a guy that's like good looking, has a nice body, whatever, fine. Yeah. I'd never think, oh, but I wish his yeah. shorts were off. Never, because it, you just you don't need to see that.
0: Yeah. We're so good. anyway,
2: sorry for the tangent, but that's just my thoughts, that's and okay. I'm sticking so, to it. Okay, so
0: uh... <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that what we were talking about?
0: Yeah, I, will, I will just tell you why I'm actually bringing it up. So uh, we went to the Alamo, uh, which is great. They have rules, regulations, which I love. Like, don't turn your phone on. Don't be on your phone. Don't talk out loud. Like, all these things. So, of course, sitting next to me, I get the couple that came in semi-late, who obviously went and drank before. And the woman was Captain Obvious through a horror film. And there was a moment where there were people that were gonna jump off a cliff, and she's like, oh my God, out loud. This is her real voice. Oh my God, oh oh my God, they're gonna jump off the cliff. Out loud. <laughs> and I looked at Jeff and I was like, hey,
2: "Really,
0: this is going to be it?" Because when we were at, you didn't last, even talk about last black no, man. No, we were at the last black man. Oh God, last black man. Uh, there were a couple of gentlemen sitting in the front. We were talking out loud during the film. All fine. of them had
2: their own fucked up, so you annoying know they came issues. Together. It was
0: one of these things. But where they were they sitting
2: like three seats apart, so they had to like yell at each other in order during to talk. The film.
0: Fine, but right towards kind of a poignant moment one of them has their phone a big ass iPhone turns it on and then passes it back to his friend but this this
2: is for like minutes like he's like typing and like I a full I on and was
0: like come on out loud and then they left wow so uh, so this time when the loud people came in and Mrs. Captain Obvious uh, had her own uh, narration you were you were at the
2: edge of your limit so
0: yeah so they I didn't say anything, but Jeff and I are like, oh, my God. And we're with a group of people we don't know, and I didn't want them also to think this was me having these comments out loud. So at the end, so the film, and it's a horror film, so you're a little jarred at the end. There's always something happening, right? So it goes to credits. As soon as it flipped to credits, his phone right next to me was on bright as fuck. And I was like, dude, that is hella bright. Can you turn that down? And the woman, so then they fade. He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry." He goes right to MLB. It's not like he's checking anything, <laughs> nothing. I saw what he was looking at. It wasn't urgent, so. But in his goes- defense,
2: the Giants have been doing well I don't lately. Give
0: two fucks. <laughs> Walk out.
2: I'm joking. Walk I'm out. Joking. You're, I'm you're joking. You're
0: ruining the entire experience of a film. So the light. That's not as
2: bad as Last Black Man, though. True. That's it true. was like yeah, but it was a- talking through the whole I was thing. even awake for that moment. You know, it was special. So-
0: So, um, to end the story, uh, the lights kind of start coming up in the theater and the woman gets up and she was like, oh, whoa, that's too bright, and starts mocking me into my face. And I'm like, I'm going to keep it civil because we have people that we don't know next to us. I just stared at her. I gave her this, I gave her the 510 stare. I was just like, you want to talk to me?
2: She got in your face. She
0: didn't get in my face, but she stood right here and was mocking me. So anyways, that was another outing. I just... I'm, re- I'm having a real hard time going out to movies, guys. Yeah. i a real hard time. I stay home. I don't want to stay home. That's part of the problem. These people should stay home.
2: Okay. Wow. Well. P- these people.
0: Well, and, and thank you
2: for reminding me that you're from Hayward. San Leandro. Oh, San Leandro. Shit. Yeah. Sorry. You're right. I've only known you for like...
0: <laughs> You've only known me for 25 years. <laughs>
2: okay. Forget it then. And
0: we're only 25. What? Say it.
2: No, I heard that because uh, somebody I, w- I was in Reno with my boyfriend and his friend is from Hayward and he was meeting up with his posse from Hayward. And he and he was like, oh, I'm with the Haystack.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He That's was Hayward a High. great nickname. Yeah, I like it. That's Hayward High.
2: The Haystack.
0: Uh, I'm going to tell you. Anyway, one. it's
2: a good. I like a good nickname.
0: Yeah, I was talking about Midsommar. Do you have any? Jeff just sat down from uh, Story in San Francisco. I just talked about Full Frontal. I didn't. I, I'm not really getting into the movie.
2: I I talked deeper about Full. F- my thoughts on Full f- male Full Frontal, which no, I'm well, not well, a fan I'll of,
0: because
1: this is relevant to you, Aaron. Is that after? Did you see the movie? No. Um. Yeah. After we saw that movie, Aaron keeps doing the. <gasps> Some weird breathing technique, and I'm like,
0: stop it. Remember in Hereditary, which you saw, there was the...
2: Yeah, the yeah. The kid.
0: So in this one, there's the... I'll do it really quickly. If you've seen Midsommar, it's... There's like this thing that they do, <laughs> and so the other night we were sitting there that watching... That needs to Str- be a video. There That's was, a sw- there was, we were watching Stranger Things, and it was like a kind of a scary moment, and I was all... <laughs> And he's like, don't do it.
1: Don't. Midsommar, the thing about it is that it's very disturbing because it seems very realistic. And
0: then Aaron brings that shit home, and I'm like, stop. (laughs) That's how I keep it sexy. Um,
2: Clearly. Yeah,
0: duh. So if you like horror or disturbing films, go see Midsommar. That's my... uh, I just want to let you know I got some podcasting advice on the cab ride over here. Um, we had a great cab driver who was very on top of it. I don't. I'm not calling the other guys anymore. I'm so over both companies. Um, I'm done with them. So we do flywheel or try and catch a cab. The guy called us ahead of time. He's like, "Hey, where are you guys going? I'm gonna be there in like two minutes." Telling him. So I was running behind Jeff here, and the uh, guy driving the cab loved the name bitch talk and he could not stop talking about it and then asked me pr advice on who to invite to a gala in san francisco because somehow he knew
2: who to invite to a gala
0: yeah i I was like
2: like a date
0: no 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 like what stars should i invite to a gala in san francisco because i don't know if jeff told him i used to do pr but i'm like this is, I'm not the brain trust right now. I don't have it in me to tell That's you. That's a that. loaded
2: question. That's not just like, oh, I'm driving you for five minutes. No,
0: but then it, then, then it went into podcasting advice, um, which I of really course, love. Of course, because everybody
1: needs co- podcasting advice.
0: Which I love. I love it. Go ahead. Um, it's fine. You know what? let did mention YouTube again, which I'm going to put at the top of my list something to look into because it's not an easy thing to start um but there's a lot of ideas being floated in a 15 to 20 minute cab ride over here to north beach (laughs) so as soon as we got out of there i was like uh, yikes
2: (laughs) Thanks. thanks dude nice
0: it was, it, and he took our numbers. Um, he was really excited about. It, it was weird. It was an interesting. Uh,
2: I don't understand if you like this guy or you didn't, or I, I think you're either. still registering too. Because I'm a, like, are you being facetious? Like it, it was, was great, lot to but take it wasn't. Him in a car
0: but, ride, when you're coming to podcast, you gave him your numbers. And trying so. to think of what we're going to podcast about. So I was like, dude, I'm just trying to wrap my brain around episodes of a podcast right now. I don't, even, I, I can't talk to you about why we're not doing YouTube. And what our numbers are and streaming. I mean, it was like a, literally a crash course in a cab about podcasting.
1: So it's the typical podcast nerd that I come across that thinks they know what they're talking about, but kind of don't.
0: Right. And it's the other thing of, which you are running into, generally speaking. Okay. And that when people talk to us about podcasting about, podcasting takes a lot of time
1: everybody thinks that they know everything about and, podcasting
0: um, I would love to be on all of the things if this was my job I would just be hammering it all out um, but it's not my one job uh, I'm, I'm working at it to try to be a one job for us who knows if that'll happen but I, we physically coming here tonight on a Wednesday night to North Beach that was work that's, that's already part of the job so um, thank you, um, cab driver, <laughs> for your points. I'm seriously moving YouTube back up the, up the list. Thank you for the reminder. Um, but uh, if you want to email us at the Real BT Pod with ideas at gmail.com, please. That would be great. Okay. I would love that. It
1: kind of reminds me of. It
0: was a lot to take in. No,
1: no, I get it, and it, it reminds me of some of my clients. That like, I one of the things I always advise them is be careful how much outside information you take in because or con- you know quote unquote constructive criticism you get because everybody has an opinion on something and podcasting is such the wild west right now that everybody Still. thinks everybody thinks they know everything about podcasting and so the minute you talk about it if they think they have a glimmer of it they tell you whatever their opinions and advice is and he also
0: is telling me when we should schedule our right when and to schedule no, or to put the, out this, our podcast this, this like, sounds so
1: familiar to me because i've got clients out there that i kind of you know i've been doing this for a dozen years i know you know and I, you've been in radio for I, a, well, I've been, a long time i've been i've been in radio for a couple a couple 20 years and I've been doing... Because you're only pod- 25 years old. So. Exactly. And I've been doing podcasting for, you know, half that time. But I have a little bit of Hi an Ellie. edge. Ellie. I have a little bit of an edge. And, but what's funny is I give advice to people. And then they come to me and then they go, Well, so-and-so told me that this is what we should be doing. And I'm like, who is it? I was like, oh, this person's a really good podcast listener. I'm like that's awesome you know know, it's like podcast uh, fans don't equal podcast producers I guess that's my takeaway so my my
2: my thoughts on the matter especially when it comes to something creative um, and depending on who's giving the advice is like if somebody gives you advice um, something like this is so personal and and the thing that makes it special is that it's your own and nobody else can have that same voice and and nobody else you know so if somebody gives you advice it means well something else does it this way so you should do it that way you know what I mean so that's my problem with advice when it comes to something that's like creative and and, uh, on par with uh, something like trying to make your own voice and and stand out amongst the fucking slew of podcasts that are out there slew um so that's what troubles me about it. Oh, well, so-and-so does this good and that good, and you should do the same thing. And um, But what about paving the way for something else and, right. and losing your authenticity in that? Yeah. So anyway, again, but you take it with a grain of salt. And also, I will always listen to all advice, but that doesn't mean that, you know...
1: That's always been my advice. Is like, constructive criticism is always welcome, Mm -hmm. but be careful how, be careful how much you take it into consideration. You know, it's like hear everything, but it doesn't mean that what they told you just now is gospel.
0: It just gave me more anxiety because I'm like, I know that I need to be doing a million more things with the podcast right now, but I honestly do not have the time, and I think for who we are and what we do we're in a good spot.
1: I was just yeah I was just about to say it. we're doing fine,
0: <laughs> you know. We are San Francisco's premier podcast.
2: <laughs> we are Poland's in Poland's we top 60 top comedy s- podcast. Yeah, I
0: mean we're really That's it.
2: facts. We've everybody. It's a goddamn fact. We've had some goddamn really fact.
1: cool opportunities and we yes. you know we've made some We've made we've made good ground for ourselves, so thank you for your advice, Mr. Cab Driver. No,
0: and I appreciate it because uh, I don't know, maybe I do, maybe I don't. I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, what's her name, sir, so we can give you a plug? What is it? Etienne. Etienne. So we've been. We happy. didn't mention I'm, this I'm, I'm part. I'm so to look because <laughs> I'm very critical. Of I did not want to look either. i getting old. Um, we've had our uh, portraits drawn during this podcast at Specs, just randomly by Etienne. Yeah, About so what? he's you're not drawing our you're not drawing our portraits at all. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, we were um, imagining it.
0: Yeah, it's not having it but um, it was thank behind you so us so much for sitting down and doing that. I can't wait to see what it looks like. We'll post it on our on all our socials. Um, we should have
2: had him draw us in dog form. And then it's like no, bitch talk. No, no, no. Then it would uh, be like car- bitch uh, dog- talk. D- dogs playing cards. Yeah, totally. I love it. Holding mics. What kind of dog would you be? <laughs> Look at her <Aaron's> face. What?
0: <laughs> Anyways, we've had a really great time.
2: Char loves it.
0: At specs again. This is actually we should. This is. We, probably we should probably do more here. Yeah, we're we'll gonna. Yeah, why
2: the fuck hair. do we ever not? I don't just know. Just be in a bar.
0: A it's a sacred space.
2: Well, I think also, and uh, I'm not so available until very late, so it just makes more sense to meet in a bar. Like when we meet at 10 a.m., sure, let's record in the studio. But But, uh, and there's a breeze here.
0: And there's a breeze coming through, which is very nice. But um, yes, we are at Specs. This has been another Basic Bitch. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. You can find us at bff.fm every Monday morning from 5.30 to 6 a.m.
2: We are proudly powered by Productions. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening. Bitch, please.